0: Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. Every week we get together on this very podcast and discuss all things LA sports. We're also one hell of a follow on Twitter, if I do say so myself. Make sure to check us out at Guys in Shorts LA. On the show this week, the Lakers season is off and running. We'll finally get around to giving our thoughts on the upcoming season. And uh, it was another week and another Rams win. This time at home over the Houston Texans. We'll be discussing that as well as USC, clinching a uh, spot in the postseason. Plus updates on the Kings, Raiders, Chargers, Clippers, and UCLA. Let's do this. I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello.
1: The Rams are the real deal. Yes, they oh, are. Gosh dang yeah. it, I love hearing
2: that. Darren Pesa. The Rams are back, and they're
0: 7-2. and two. Yes. Guys, Woo. and also back from the dead, <laughs> Ben D1 Garcia. Oh. Hoopty-hoo. He's oh, it feels best. good. It feels good. Oh, it's good to have you back. Thank uh, you. You s- clearly scared off uh, Hammer though, yeah. Eric. The Portuguese Hammer Vieira is out this week. Yeah, not just this um, week. What? Yeah.
1: Oh, Jeff. <laughs> uh, what? Jeff doesn't tech, uh, check check our Twitter memo. thread. Yeah, we're <gasps> not Twitter. What the happened? text thread. Well, he's, he's go ahead, Darren.
2: He decided to uh, join in uh, on Lucha Baboom. <laughs>
0: He's leaving
1: the podcast. Oh, he? He's yes. leaving the podcast.
2: So oh,
0: that, that makes sense. He's, yeah, he's going to be spinning
2: now. his Portuguese hammers by his I'm, side and uh, taking them in the ring. Can't blame it, him. Yeah. yeah. I bet she yeah. looks good in spandex. <laughs> oh. Oh, ben. oh, it's so good to have you
3: back. <laughs> Thank you,
0: man. So you know there was not great. a
3: single inappropriate comment while I was. That's out. true. That is very oh. true. Oh. That is true. Yeah, yeah. we behaved yeah. ourselves. We suck. Yeah, was the same. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: all right. Since we have you back after I think two weeks it's and been a lot two. Yeah. hap a lot has happened since then, namely, and not to not to bring up old old stuff, shit, but. <laughs> The Dodgers losing yeah. the World Series. I feel like we at least have to give you the uh, the mic for a minute or two to give any thoughts, takeaways on that. I'm proud of my team.
3: Nice. Surprisingly positive for you. I take nothing but positive out of this season. The Dodgers haven't been to the World Series since 88. They finally got that monkey off their back. I think that they've got the pieces together that are going to be together for the next four or five years. They're going to have several runs at this. The Royals, you know, was it in 2014, they went, they lost. The next year they came in, they won it. You know, I'm not going to say that that's going to happen, but I think it's a distinct possibility. And uh, it, it was an unfortunate thing. I think that, uh, you know, both Eric and Vic sort of hit the nail on the head that just some unfortunate things happened. But I will disagree in the sense that I do think that we lost to the better team. Because oh, I, I
2: was just going to say because that I do Because I do think that
3: when you lose a seven-game series— that you lost to a better team. There's no way that uh, an inferior team will win four of seven, and and I think it was an equal, uh, matchup between both both opponents. And uh, there was a, some unfortunate things that went the Astros' way that didn't go the Dodgers' way, and it is what it is. Will that will live to fight another day? I like it. Wow, I like right.
0: it. Ben, yeah. you clearly
3: are still sick because that's <laughs> way too positive but, you for know, you. I, I kind of want to get a little bit into what why I got sick. And and I do blame the Dodgers for that.
0: <laughs> Here we go. There we Here go. we go. They made your tum tum hurt. Yeah. So I, was,
3: I went on a business trip back to Louisville, which I, I thought was, I, I thought was two hours difference, but it was actually on East Coast time, so it was a three hour time mm. difference. Mm. And mm. I don't know how East Coast fans, and maybe this is why they don't watch West Coast games, and they have the East Coast bias because I get it. I stayed up there was three <laughs> consecutive nights or actually three of four nights where I was up watching the Dodgers, and the games weren 't ending till one thirty in the morning oh, yeah and wow. then when That's you crazy. have to be up the next morning for work and, and functional at eight yeah. in the morning, right. which right. my body time was still telling me it was five a m And of course you can't watch the Dodgers without getting drunk, right? So like it really I was burning the candle at both ends and then to really And at
0: your age, really I know that's not a good idea. And
3: really to make the matters matters worse was that my flight was actually supposed to be during the middle of game seven. So if I had taken my original scheduled flight, I would not have been able to watch game seven. So I end up calling the travel agent and I get my I, I basically spend an additional three hundred and fifty dollars to get home like six hours earlier so that I can go to my dad's and watch. That's a the a whole game. new ticket. It is. Wow. How, yeah, yeah. I, I basically <laughs> scrapped my old my nuts. old itinerary. <laughs> I bought a new ticket.
1: The I, Dodgers owe you $350 yeah, as they far do. as I'm concerned. So I
3: land, I get home, I take a nap, go to my dad's, take my daughter with me. I'm super excited. Like I'm watching game seven with my dad. And then they fucking laid an egg. <laughs> <So, laughs> they really did. You know, by the by, you know what though? By the second inning, at least I knew what the outcome was going to be, and so I prepared myself mentally. <laughs> right. Oh, you're
0: able to protect yourself. I was nice. able to protect nice. myself. That's yeah. vintage nice. Ben. Yeah, right thank go. you, you
3: Darvish, for, for just. Taking a shit on the field, <laughs> you know. I, I much would have rather seen uh, Alex oh, felt Wood like Eric was pitching. I would have, I would have rather actually seen Clayton Kershaw out there pitching a game. Whoa! Yeah. Wow! I, after what Darvish had done in the previous, that's easy game, for the rest of us to say, but shocking that yeah, Ben actually. Yeah. Would well, hey, that. you know, Darvish proved in Game Three that he didn't have it. And that because he was in division with the Houston Astros for many years, they they knew what he was, what his pitches looked like. Apparently, like you guys were saying he was tipping his pitches, so I think that the advantage was definitely to Houston in that situation. I, you know, the way the way Wood performed, I would have, it would have been nice to maybe yeah. see him come in a, a game early, or even have saved Kenta Maeda earlier in the series. But then you don't know if you're actually going to get there. So there's a lot of thoughts that I had, but ultimately at the end of the at the end of the year. We were a few outs short. It is what it is. We'll be
0: back next season. Wow. All right. Well, before we close the chapter completely on the Dodgers, there is a voicemail that we need to play, and this was actually left right after... World Series ended, but it just didn't seem right to play it without you here.
3: Is it directed at me, or <laughs> is well, it... Well, I mean, it's...
0: <laughs> Shots are fired. All right. In your general direction. Fuck <laughs> whoever
3: left this one. <laughs> yeah, you haven't heard it yet. I like it already. Here we go. Hi, Mom. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My mom wouldn't do that. Uh...
0: Hi, this is Clifton Hart calling just to say thank you to the Dodgers for losing in the World Series. <laughs> It was the most exciting thing for this baseball season. It's better than watching the Giants win. He sounds depressed. He does. Sadness on all those Dodger fan faces as they lost in great fashion. (laughs) It was a great series, up and down, back and forth. I had hoped for a sweep, but I think losing in Game Seven is all that much more disappointing. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations on making me feel better. The terrible season the Giants had. That's better. And I uh, yeah, hope that we can repeat it again next year. Thanks.
3: Uh... <laughs> Somebody, he, needs to take, he needs to start doing cocaine or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: I'll tell
1: you. I didn't, I didn't know Eeyore was a Giants fan. <laughs> oh, no, he's a happily they're...
3: married man. Can you hear how beaten he is? <laughs> There's more to this. You know what, We deserve that. Because, I mean, yeah, if you we remember, lost. We, we lost. We, we, we've called him when they were eliminated. Oh, oh yes, totally. so, yes. So, no, well done, Cliff. Yeah, uh, yeah, disagree sure. with everything that you <laughs> said, but well it's done. Yeah. Uh, our, our favorite
0: NorCal uh, Giants fan. Hated Giants fan. Now, there's more to that, actually. <laughs> uh, because you'll see here, <laughs> sitting on your seat, was a package addressed to uh, GIS Mr. Reality. Yes. And... Um, That uh, that is from Cliff. I have no idea what it is, but he sent that to you. It feels
3: like a (laughs) T-shirt.
0: So Uh I'm gonna let's let's see, let's see what you got. Are we ready?
1: Yeah.
3: Let's do it. (sighs) Oh, you mother! Uh Oh.
0: (laughs) 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 So it's a guys in shorts shirt, but it says SF thanks you spelled YU. Oh, and, and,
3: and giant That's orange.
0: That's fantastic.
3: <laughs> beautiful.
0: That is fantastic. Well,
3: I'm not gonna wear it. This is gonna have to go somewhere up in the studio. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Got to wear
0: it. If you wear a Bryce Harper t-shirt here,
3: you can wear that. I got a in the Bryce Harper t-shirt so than that. I'll great. think about it. Cliff, All right. Cliff, that was wonderful, buddy. Thank you so much. Buddy. Well
0: done, my friend. All right. That's enough Dodgers talk. Let's let's uh let's just be done with that and move on to the Lakers.
2: Lakers.
0: Yes. Woohoo. All right. They're 6 and 8. So they're under 500. Yeah. Which is expected. As to last yeah. week, yeah. which is expected. It's, I think it's
3: yeah. better than what they should have been oh, yeah, right yeah. Now.
0: Ben, we we got Vic's thoughts last week. Why don't yeah. you chime in on, on your thoughts so far on this Lakers season?
3: Okay, so they had made mention last week about the matchup between D'Angelo Russell and, and our boy Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. and I, I have to somewhat agree with what the guys were saying, and that is that when you've got two or three years experience, which I think D'Angelo, this is his third season now— He's already been through the NBA season. He knows what it's like. He knows how to pace himself. He knows what the speed is. And I think it's easier for a guy like him, who is a shoot-first person or player, to adapt to the NBA game. So when you look at just how the, how the Lakers have made their changes to the lineup, right? And you, by taking out D'Angelo Russell, you know, 22 to 23 points a game and putting in Lonzo Ball right now, who's averaging, what, eight? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a negative. Right, and then you look in the middle, and we got rid of Mozgov, but you picked up. Um, uh, Sorry, I was Lopez. You, you, yep, you picked Lopez. up. Yeah, you pick up Brook Lopez, and so that's a positive. So some of the point swing, I think, you know, it it, it kind of makes up for that Lonzo Ball thing. But everywhere else, I don't think that I'm seeing the the year-to-year improvement that I would want to see. And I think some mm. of that lies on on uh, Luke Walton himself. Now, I know, the, and and Vic mentioned it last week, that he is focusing strictly on defense this year, which I think is a good thing. And actually, since he said that, I've been looking at some of the Lakers scores. I haven't really seen a lot of the games this year, but you're absolutely right. When you looked at games last year, they were losing 116 to 111. They were losing 122 to, to 118. Right, right. They were scoring a lot of points, but they were giving up a lot of points. And now you're starting to see them, you know, consistently keeping you know teams under 100 points. So to me, I think the positive for the rest, the remainder of the Lakers season, regardless of what the end up the at the end of the season record is going to be, is going to be how they develop defensively. I think that if they can become a cohesive unit and they can learn to defend as a team, I think that the offense is going to come. And and I think that. By the end of the season, you're, you're going to start to see Lonzo Ball just start to play without the stresses that he's playing with now. I think that there's a lot of pressure on him. I think he's oh, yeah. listening to, yeah, the, for to sure. the to the news clippings. I think he wants to be worth that number, that number two pick. I think he wants to live up to Magic's expectations. He wants to live up to his dad's expectations. And right now, he's putting all this pressure on himself. I think at some point this season, he's just going to say, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to play. And when he starts to do that, I think that the offense is going to come around. And I think ultimately, Lakers fans, I would expect to be 20 games under 500 by the end of the season. But I think that that's where you're going to be.
1: Right. Fair enough.
3: Okay. Vic? Huh. Uh, as we all know, everybody in
1: Los Angeles listens to our podcast. And oh, yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Every Clearly. single one yeah. of them. Yeah. And uh, we can now add Lonzo Ball to that list. Uh, uh-huh. Last week, I mentioned that he had just uh, missed getting a triple double and becoming the youngest player to ever get oh, a triple double. Right. And obviously he heard the the podcast because he was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I don't want Victor calling me out anymore. (laughs) He is now, I think it's by like five or six days. I don't know what it is. He beat LeBron James. He's now the youngest player to ever have a triple-double in the NBA, which is pretty amazing when you think about the number of of players who have, you know, come through this league. Um, So I think that actually says a lot about him. Uh, But I think Ben's right. You know, it it takes time. Everything takes time. So – I know there's a lot of people that are want to label him a bust already. I, I think you it's you, you can't absolutely yeah, can, yeah you yeah. just can't. It's not it's not fair to him, and it's just not what is happening.
3: You know, um, and actually to, to, to kind of make mention of that bust conversation, if you just rewind, guys in shorts, a year ago, we were talking about Jared Goff, right? You know, and and I mean he was. I mean, he didn't even start the season. He what started seven games and went zero and seven. Yeah. And everyone was writing him off already. Yeah. And you know, here he's now the next year he's come back and look what he's done. So, no, yeah, so, well, so, so to take a 19-year-old ben, and ben Ben's are, using a Rams player? <laughs> we are In
0: a positive this, right? way to make a point. I just want to <laughs> <laughs> savor this. Talk slowly, Ben.
3: No, but but the thing is, is that everyone's here talking about real deals. You know, and everyone wants to be the first to coin somebody the real deal or right. or to, to deem first, them a bust. I, I did it. I, I said it first. <laughs> <laughs> or, to, or to deem somebody a bust when, in reality, especially when you're talking about a 19-year-old in the NBA, there's absolutely no way with confidence yeah, that you no. can say that somebody is a bust or that somebody's going to be the real deal. Which is why I don't like it when you guys call Kyle Kuzma the real deal.
1: Oh no, he's the real deal. <laughs> oh, You he's guys are a bunch deal. of oh, assholes. He's, you don't know what he's, you're he's the real about. deal. He's a little <laughs> bit older. He stayed in college a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue, Vic. No, but, um, you know. Uh, it's a slow process. Uh, they, they, they got a good. They should have won that game in Milwaukee. Uh, they had 21 turnovers, which was, uh, I mean, even for them, that was really bad. Uh, and that's what killed that game for them. And they just, you know, beat uh, the Suns on the road. So they should have a better record than what they do, but the record is actually better than. What most people thought it was going to be at this point, you know, in the year. So yeah, this team is turning around. Brooke Lopez. I mean, that guy. He can he can play, uh, and he opens up that floor with his ability to hit the outside three and at that outside shot anywhere actually on the court. And uh, if if there is a way to keep him, I would love to see him because I think in the kind of game that you know they want to play, he fits in perfectly. So you
3: mean uh, with LeBron?
1: <laughs> yeah, because he, uh, he won't he won't be down low in the paint, and that's perfect for LeBron. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But they, they look
0: good. I think they look good for where you know for where they're at. What uh, What are your thoughts on their record this season? Ben said twenty games. I,
3: I think they'll be thirty one and fifty
0: one. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say they win thirty four. You know what's funny? I have thirty four. Ju- I was gonna yeah. say Jeff has got fifty one games. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna say low thirties because what it was they won twenty nine. Last year, or 26? I think it was 27. I think it was 27, 27. I it, believe. Was, yeah, it was 27, like mid-high 20s. Yeah. 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 And I feel like they're going to improve. Yeah, I think that's what it is, I, That's, that's what's can, in my head is you 34. You out there, you can take it to the bank. There you go. There's bank. any sort of... That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Take it, it to make. Vegas. Basically, have you taken time out of the, watching the Rams and tweeting about the Rams and
2: reading about the Rams and... Honestly, <laughs> with the Lakers... I honestly don't give a crap. <laughs> you know what? Like, this is a team that's not going to go 500 this season. So, so why that, am I going to go ahead and put in the effort yeah. to go? I didn't even care at this moment. Wait, time. wait. The Rams sucked last year. That's true.
1: Yes, they did. And and this is coming from the guy that has purple headphones on.
2: Oh he yeah. does have purple <laughs> headphones But they're stylish, aren't they? Shout out to Kayla Vesa. You don't know,
0: have to steal these suckers every yeah, night. I
2: know it sucks. I know.
0: <laughs> Kayla can't listen to her music on Tuesday nights. I know.
2: But you know, I, I don't think the Lakers are gonna go five hundred. Uh, even though with Lonzo as as yeah, as no. horrible as he's looking so far in the season, I, I don't see much improvement this soon. Yeah. So, I think you're uh, right. You know what? And and you know what? We we
0: gotta remind ourselves, we've said that. We we know it, we we say it every time. We're like, this is this is gonna take a while. We're not gonna win immediately. Yeah. We just gotta constantly remind ourselves because our hearts still wanna win and you know what? Screw that. We're winning the <laughs> championship this year. <laughs> Mr.
2: Awesome. Rainbows and Butterflies. Uh, <laughs> and Luke
0: Walton's gonna be coach of the year. There, go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Do we have anything to talk about? The Clippers. Or any way to mention the Clippers and then bring it back to the Lakers. So
1: that's what we do. <laughs> I, I really, I really don't have anything. I mean, they've been not playing well lately. So, yeah.
3: well, well, I, I got one two of them is dating
0: a Kardashian. Yeah, so. that was one heard. of them. You just <laughs> stole my thunder. <laughs> oh, oh, no. nice. oh nice. Which, nice. By the way,
3: they've been seeing each other for a while, but now it's official, and I, I'm real happy. What for does him. that mean? <laughs> That that they're you know it's out on Twitter and that coming oh, from, f- it, yeah, it's coming from social media it's official it's, TMZ
2: official <laughs> yes, no
3: no it's been yes. TMZ for a while again they've, oh, they've been going on official. dates doing things but now it's like hey you know that's my that's my boo right there So
2: good, good for them <laughs> no promise ring which official one, <laughs> which one is
3: which one is he's it? he's dating actually the, the I believe the second cutest Jenner so he's dating a Kendall which is the model I don't God. know which one that one is so confused yeah. how many is there I don't know yeah. Kylie <laughs> Kylie is de- diabolical man. That's my, is that's that my the,
0: girl. Is that the youngest one? Yes.
3: <laughs> is that one that was married to the Scott guy? Uh, that's, uh, oh no no that's Courtney. Uh, oh jeez, that's the, so, I'm That's, so that's the youngest of the Kardashians. I'm talking the youngest of the Jenner. Did they okay.
2: stop having
1: kids because they ran out
3: of K's? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it Could be. I don't know. But no the the second the second part uh, of the Clippers news was that uh, Austin Rivers came out and was talking a little bit about the dysfunction in the locker room last season and how it was attributed mostly, at least along the players, according to the players, uh, to Chris Paul. Right. And, and they were sort of equating it to the Shaq and Kobe uh, feud and how you know it, it's, people started to take sides and all that kind of stuff and, and the ugliness that was going in, in that locker room, which really makes sense because when you look at the lineup that they put out on the court last year, they had a, a top five point guard. They had a top five center in the league, and they had a top five power forward, and they had a top five three-point shooter. Those are like the four things that you need to win in that league, and they couldn't get out of the first round. And so when something like that happens year after year after year, you know there has to be something going on in the locker room. And so that really just coming out, I think everybody already knew it, but it pretty much solidified everybody's thoughts of, yes, that was a team that was not going to go any further, and it needed to blow up.
0: Yeah, they need. Yeah, they they need to do that two years it ago. It could also be that it's just the Clippers. <laughs> I mean, there's that also. I, right. I don't
3: think so. Right. I, don't, I don't believe right. in curses like that. I, I believe in bad chemistry.
0: Well, fair enough. All right, let's take a quick break. Man, we powered through that. Uh, Eric's not First here. half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you're kind of quiet today. Uh, we're gonna miss him. Uh, he's training. Lucha. <laughs> Bravo! Bravo! After we come back, we'll be talking Rams, Chargers, Raiders, USC, and UCLA right after this. You love Guys in Shorts sports. Sometimes yeah. you don't have to spin on it to get it in, you know? <laughs> and
1: you love your L.A. King. We've gone on a 3-0 losing streak, getting bit Ouch. by the Coyotes,
0: Panthers, Ducks. Oh, bad puns? Yeah. Really? That was for you, James. <laughs> Thanks. Now you get the best of both with the Guys in Shorts Kings show. I now have all-star blue balls now. Thank you very <laughs> much. Because <laughs> you already jinxed the jinx. You can't do that shit. Yeah, you blame Brexit.
2: <laughs> Why'd they lose? Brexit. Brexit. we All fly right. at 11.
0: <laughs> Search Guys in Shorts Kings show on iTunes or SoundCloud. We are back. Oh, <laughs> is it the King Show? You yeah. know what? You know what's better, than Free, right what's better
1: than Free Bear? <laughs> what's better than Free Bear? King Show. Free, oh, Free Bear. Yes, not yes.
0: totally. when it's Coors Tonight's Episode sponsored <laughs> by the, the King's oh, Show. Me, but that's, it's, your, that's Coors, Coors original. It's Coors original. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's the banquet beer. Pesa. It's Coors. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> if, it's, <laughs> if it's not in a bottle. Or, yeah. uh, or some <laughs> some specialty craft brew bases. not interested. Not at all. He doesn't I don't have time him. for your. I don't And, blame and he him calls
3: him. himself a football fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> football I mean, fan.
3: You should drink watch soccer. It. You should yeah. you football football watch soccer.
0: Don't <laughs> <drink pores>. <laughs> <laughs> or tennis. Maybe you should watch tennis. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs>
0: they're into craft brews. I
1: can see Darren
0: playing tennis. Actually, <laughs> Jeff, I we need to totally start seeing him. I tried tennis Because he's Asian,
1: that's
2: offensive. That's offensive. No, I think What's the hair? Ping pong. Ping pong. It is. You're Asian. This has good hair. <laughs> My gosh, if the fans really knew if I was really Asian, I'm like a quarter, <laughs> even less than a quarter, practically. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I got the hair for it though. It's so good you got that cool hair. It's the cool hair. Yeah,
0: spiky cool hair. Ah, I'm jealous of cool hair. Speaking of the Kings, we should uh, mention those guys. You go to the Kings show for all your Kings news, but I can tell you. That uh, after beating the Ducks on this show last week. Oh, last mm-hmm. week, yeah. Yeah. They uh, went on to go 0-2 against the Lightning and the hated Sharks. I learned that they're the Sharks, not the Sharks, from Jordan Heckman. Oh. School of Hockey. I know him. Uh, <laughs> they're now 11-4-2 with 24 points. Although, at time of recording, they're playing the Canucks. Do we have a... They're up 2 nothing. They're up, they're they're up, up they're yeah. 2 nothing. I haven't they're checked. They're up 2-0. No. All, All right. Know. So things are maybe looking up for them. But, anyway... Go to the King Show, listen to uh, to that great slice of podcasting, and that's where you get your King stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, that's enough. Okay. On to the Rams. The Rams. Oh my gosh, the Rams. Every week we're talking about another Rams win. This time over the Houston Texans, thirty-three to seven. Yes. Wait,
3: who's missing their best defensive player? They're missing their quarterback. And I think a receiver got hurt. Erroneous.
0: Erroneous on all counts.
3: <laughs> all I'm saying is that no. you guys are beating up on teams that you should be beating up on. But Agreed. you have to realize that you guys are—it seemed—you're one of the healthiest teams in the league. And you keep, you keep going up against teams that you've either have just lost somebody Yeah. or— Something detrimental has happened to that team, and so it's almost like the the, the skies have aligned for you guys to have a better <laughs> season from last year. It, 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 is,
2: that's up until this point, though. But okay. you yeah. look at the next few games; uh, we have totally some different. serious contenders that we're going to go ahead totally, and be taking. Totally, totally different. Minnesota Vikings, yeah. who are currently what seven and two. After that, we have the uh, Saints? Saints, who are currently also seven and two. Yep. This is the real stretch <laughs> yeah. for us uh, Rams fans. That
0: uh, we had we had the difficult travel stretch. Yes, we did. That mm-hmm. We needed to prove ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's the difficult schedule. Yes.
2: And, up. and then this week we're going to Minnesota. Minnesota at home. And you know what? You're you're going up against Case Keenum. Who? Case Keenum. Go for it, Mr. <laughs> D
3: one. No, yeah, he's playing well this season. Ah,
0: <laughs> he's not Case Keenum this year?
1: He's still Case Keenum. I, I just yeah. saw today that Teddy might 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 play. Oh, oh really? This week yeah, Bridgewater start? might be coming back. Yeah.
0: You know Ooh. what? I would actually kind prefer of that like that. Yeah. I feel Wait, like for the Rams, were, yeah, now now, or, yes, now you're giving the ben, now you're giving
1: Ben more uh, ammunition, more ammunition yeah. for the clouds opening up and the lining. Yeah.
0: Well, because <laughs> I, if there's any sort of you know fu case case might have that. I could see him having that to the the Rams. You think he has that in him? I don't know if he has like that in him. Seems like a good dude, but not only. But I not, feel like you not still. Even if you're a good dude, playing against the team you played on last year playing against them I feel like you you give a little extra stank on it
1: yeah but I don't know if I don't know if that's in his character I think that actually might be worse if for it's him. not
3: in his character then he shouldn't be a quarterback yeah I, I
1: think
0: any no. athlete at that
3: level no, 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 no. has well,
0: that in their character
3: I don't think
1: so De'Angelo Russell had a horrible game against the Lakers so that's because he's that trying could so could be hard. because he's
0: trying too hard. Because yeah. he wants hate, to, to beat them. I hate that's that my whole agree point. with Jeff. I it's hate to agree <laughs> with Jeff. No, but that's my whole point. You
1: guys just proved <laughs> yeah, 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 my point. Okay. So if Case so Keenum saying- doesn't have it in him to actually, like Kobe Bryant, I could see, of course, he's he's going to do that to you, right? Yep. But I don't think everybody has that in him, and I don't gotcha. know if Case Keenum has that in him I see to, you're saying. to go for the kill just because
2: yeah. that was the team from last he year. He has
0: it in him to try, but he doesn't have it in him to actually succeed. Yeah, exactly. Got it, got it. I see what
2: you're saying. The thing Case Keenum in my eyes, is that Case Keenum either runs hot or right. cold? He never runs in between. Last week, yeah. he ran hot. He goes for four touchdowns. But at the same time, what does he do? He gets two interceptions. I think Jared Goff, so far this season, is looking much better as far as for yardage, as far as for not getting those interceptions. He's making smarter plays, smarter plays than what Case Keenum has been doing. You know, I, I think this week we're going to walk out there eight and two. Nice. On the road. Nice. Oh. Eight and two on the road. You know I agree. Heading back to the Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> of course you agree. <laughs> uh,
0: I love it. Uh, we do have a tough schedule coming up, do. though, yes. because, because after that is, uh, is the Saints, and, and maybe we should mention that because, uh, spoiler alert, we will not be bringing a, a new episode next week uh, for uh, the Thanksgiving uh, holiday. <laughs> um, but yeah, Saints come into town. I mm-hmm. don't know how this... And or the Philly game isn't flexed Is into it flexed the, yet? the yeah. late night, but that's that we've already talked about that. <laughs> it should be though. The, these these two teams. Give your thoughts on that. Are we uh we gonna win against Drew Brees and the Saints? Oh.
1: Well, what do you what for you would be considered a good record in the next four games? Where you're like, that's fine. It's okay. It was a tough stretch compared to uh, maybe they're not that good as a you know as good so as they thought what, they were.
0: What's the next four? It's Minnesota. Minnesota.
2: New Orleans, New Orleans. I think we have Arizona, Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals are in and there. Then and then Philly.
1: And then Philly. And then yeah.
2: Philly. For me, I'm gonna say taking at least two of them. Okay. I agree. Two of them. I'd two of the four. I think we got the Cardinals game and I also think we have the uh, Vikings game. Okay. I think uh Philadelphia and both the uh, are, are they're they're yeah. tough com- opponents. Yeah. So uh
0: if we went into th- those games and didn't just completely lay an egg mm-hmm pull a you, Darvish, and just completely blow it, like, oh, man. I would be happy. <laughs> you went there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry. And you know what? And deservedly so. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and tell you that was bad. I, I, when you said that, I, I got <laughs> Pull the fucking Darvish. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we need
0: to make a shirt that says that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, for the rest of your Rams oh, news, wow. you go to the Rams house. Basa and I were out there this past weekend with uh, Eric.
3: And, Eric, uh, uh, yeah, and dragged, also Jason, yeah. yeah.
0: So we did a show recorded from the tailgate and, uh, and afterwards. And our good friend Bob also found us and, nice. and did a little talking. Yeah, talk that's and, awesome. Yeah. Bob but, uh, loves him some Andrew it great, Whitworth. It was a great game. And, <laughs> and I would say this, uh, this crowd was the first, it was what, 60,000? 60, About 60,000 or, or so like we uh, said, on and, Sunday. And this was Rams. These were Rams yeah. fans yeah. Jeff, out there.
3: What you just said right now is the reason why they're not being flexed to that Sunday night game. Because, no, I mean, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Is that they haven't got enough of a fan base yeah. in Los Angeles to even support them as a team, let alone getting other cities that don't care about the Rams to watch. I, because anybody will watch a Patriot game. Everyone will watch a Steeler game. You know, everyone will watch a Raiders game. But I don't think that the Rams have that notoriety where they belong playing in a flex game, even I, if they're 7-2 and two and they're playing the best game of the week. I'm going to mm.
0: respectfully disagree and use your logic against you right now because what about you darvish i think a lot of <laughs> i think a lot of la fans are like you not you, you darvish no but no no you. you're complimenting you. And thank you for in that, which is why my voice don't. is important here and i i think we're underestimating and we've said it but i think we're underestimating how important the new stadium is going to be in getting fans out to games the coliseum it's it's not flashy, and it's not exciting to go to. It's more a novelty at this point. You go to a game, but unless you're a true fan, or or even even that, even if you don't like going out of your house, like you, yes, you're not going to go to the Coliseum because it's a hassle to get into. Once you're there, the, yeah. the 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 stadium's not comfortable. The 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 beer lines are not great. The food is just okay. And like the experience is... It's not what it, LA fans have come to yeah. appreciate with places like USC the fans Center. seem to show
3: up just fine.
0: Yeah, but that's college just kids. College. Yeah, college when you were in college, you, you would go
3: outside. Yeah, with USC it's literally right a built-in audience. <laughs> yeah, I used to go to bars and stuff. When I was college.
0: <laughs> the NFL... It's <laughs> where you met women. It's an older fan base, and they don't want to go to the Coliseum. And the, thing,
2: and the thing with the Rams uh, this year is that they capped ticket sales at 66000 You put 66000 in a what 105,000 000- yeah, seat stadium. stadium yeah.
3: It's gonna look empty. Yeah, well they cap that for the same reason that I protect myself when the Dodgers make it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. All right. We'll we'll uh, let's, yeah, but let's still. breeze through the Chargers <laughs> here oh, real Eric. quick and uh, they lost to Jacksonville 20 to 17. That's enough to move on. Yeah, they're 3-6. <laughs> Sounds right. like my Raiders update they, two weeks they, ago. They take on the Bills next. Oh, that's right. Well, Speaking of Raiders update, let's give you a chance to bring us up to speed.
3: So the last time the Raiders took the field, it was against the Dolphins on the signature Sunday night game. And the Raiders played like they didn't want to win. And th- they have continually done the same things all season, which is drop passes at the most inopportune times. Get penalties after getting a first down, or after holding the opponent on the third down, getting in a, you know giving that first down penalty that gives them you know to, to, that continues the drive. These little things that the Raiders used to do that they didn't do last season, all of those things have come back, mm-hmm. and and so it's been coming back to haunt the Raiders. And right now they sit at four and five. They're two games back at the division. Now, the good news about that is that the team that they're behind, the Chiefs, they own the tiebreaker right now against. So if they ended the season with the same record, the Raiders would get the tiebreaker and get the better positioning in the playoffs. So with only being two games back this, sounds like a weak division. this part of the season, <laughs> it, it really is. The, the, the Raiders are not in a bad spot. The, the problem for the Raiders right now is that their next three games, which are at home, so you would think that this is going to be a good thing, their next three games are going to be against the Patriots, which you know is going to be yeah, a loss. That's going to be a loss. The Broncos, who they can't fucking beat, so even though right now the Broncos are not playing good football and they just got smoked by the Patriots, I think that they're going to come out and they're going to give the Raiders a good game. So, uh, to me, that's a coin flip. And the third game is against the New York Football Giants. That one, I think that they're going to yeah. win. But I mean, yeah. worst case scenario is they go one and three in their next three home or, uh, next three home games, and really, that could be the end of their season. And, mm-hmm. and right now, I think that their biggest Achilles heel, and, and I'm going to bring it back to Michael Araujo. We had the conversation uh, to, to, beginning, to to begin the season, and that was he did not think that Marshawn Lynch was the answer at running back. And, and I wasn't sure, but I thought, ah, you know, God, I, it's Marshawn. Like, you know, he, he's going to be all right. He's got, some, he's got some tread left on the tires. And I looked at his statistics. Up to this point in the, in the, in the season, he's ran 86 times. For 323 yards Oh wow so he's averaging He's averaging 3.8 3. 3. yards oh. a carry And so to, to put that into perspective Now I'm not going to I didn't get the number of carries for these two running backs But Le'Veon Bell is leading the league in rushing right now For 840 yards So he's, over, he's, he's outrushed Marshawn by 500 yards already this season and Todd Gurley has rushed for 754, yeah. and I think he's sitting at fourth right now in the NFL. So when you look at what we lost and, and now what we've got in that position, really what that done, it's, it's forced Carr to be more precise, and it's also hurt him in the sense that defenses now are game-planning against the, 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 the pass versus last year they had to respect the run. Right now they're not respecting the run. And so even though Marshawn has, uh, I think he's got four touchdowns this season, most of those have been in garbage time. Or in, in areas where the game has already been decided, I guess, which is garbage time. Yeah. So, you know, sort of padding his statistics. And, and, and his if you look at his actual rushes, he's got a couple that are like for 15 and 20 yards. But for the most part, he runs up the middle. He, he's not explosive. Right. He's He's not... He's not what the Raiders signed up for. And and so this offseason, I think Reggie McKenzie is gonna he's gonna have to let Marshawn go and they're gonna yeah. have to figure out what they're gonna do in that running back position. And then my other takeaway from the Raiders at this point is that I and and it's kind of hard to tell because of the way the rushing game is is playing off right now, but I, I feel like Jack Del Rio is getting outcoached in a lot of the games that he's that you know that he's that he's managing. And I almost feel like that right now the raiders are going they've gone as far as they're going to go with jack mm. and most head coaches do not want to go and 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 be in oakland he does so i think that, that his advantage is that he's going to have at least another year or two with the raiders but if the raiders can have a great season next year and and go 10 and 6 or they can go 11 and 5 and and they get eliminated in the playoffs. If a good coach comes up, they really need to look at replacing because I don't think that Jack Del Rio is the long term answer for winning a Super Bowl. So th- those are just some of my thoughts. I-, I think this season for the most part is over. I think that th- I looked at the rest of the uh, their schedule. I think the Raiders right now realistically are going to go six and ten this year. Wow! And I think that by next week when they're going to be you know four and six, four and six, yeah. That uh, you know we'll pretty much be writing them off for the rest of the season.
0: All I heard was Michael Irarrazu was right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow! I call it like I see it. Oh, yes, you know, you, you guys do. always say oh, that oh, oh, I, I like to just say shit to to to, to be right or whatever. But the, the fact is, is that I call it like I see it, and I was he's wrong. Being yes, real. you do. Six and ten. Six and ten. I think so. Oh. Six, Six and, and ten. ten. Six <laughs>
1: and ten. All I, all I heard was the Raiders were hoping for Beast Mode, and they got
0: Feast Mode. Yeah, oh. so they got Feast Mode. Yeah. Um, oh, he yeah. he's been packing on the pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh well, sorry, Ben. Thank you. No, I'm not. I'm not. Really After last year, no.
3: Enjoy. Enjoy oh, your season. I, I, I know what it felt like last year, and and I, I hope I hope you guys make the playoffs. I hope you do well in the playoffs. I'm excited for you guys. Wow, That's wow. amazing. Who are yeah. you? Welcome back.
0: Why would you never say that about the Angels?
3: I, 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 they just they underwhelm me. <laughs> It's More I don't, than you know that. what it is? I don't like red. <laughs> I don't and I hate fucking rally monkeys. <laughs> and waterfalls? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, waterfalls are fine. It's, it's, it's the fucking monkey.
0: Okay, <laughs> all the monkey and colors. Oh, fair uh, enough. And oatmeal. Alright. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, Nobody likes
3: oatmeal. <laughs>
0: yeah, oatmeal. <laughs> Unless there's sugar in it. Right. <laughs> no sugar at the end. Of
3: this <laughs>
0: Whatever. Whatever. I knew what you were getting at. All right. Hammer's not here. So, Ben, you think you could do the heavy lifting on a USC segment? Yes. I know you actually had to prepare for this episode. Yeah, which, by, which, which by the way, to you he did your homework.
3: N- yeah, normally, I come in and I don't do any homework. <laughs> yeah, I watch a couple quarters of a game, and then whatever you guys say, I just take the opposite view. <laughs> so really, preparation for these types of podcasts is really easy. But when Eric tells me, hey, I'm not going to uh, be there because I'm joined, vo- joining vo- vo- <laughs> Lucha,
1: Lucha Vaboom, Lucha Va- Lucha
3: I'm like, crap, now I need to actually prepare something. So I'm sorry for this, but I'm going to update you on what USC uh, has done over this last Week. All right. All right. Nice. Bring Go for it. It. All right. So to me USC and I'm gonna use Eric's term here. was very <laughs> underwhelming <laughs> It's one of those things where when you look at just how the score progresses throughout a game it, you, you can really take a look at it and you can say okay USC was up 20 to nothing at the end of the first half So you say well they dominated the first half. Yeah, but what what the story that you don't get is that they couldn't score against Colorado in the first quarter and so they give a, they end up scoring two touchdowns fairly uh, for, fairly quickly in the beginning part of the second quarter and they end up blocking a uh, a Colorado field goal and Colorado misses another one on their own right so had they made those two field goals it would have been 14 to 6 and then to close the fourth quarter or the second quarter with about 20 seconds left USC picks six mm. and scores to make it 20 to nothing so you look at that 20 to nothing but in reality the way that game was played it should have been a 14-6 game going into the second half and Then they come out They score their first possession So now it was 27 to nothing And then they lose The rest of the game Meaning Hmm. On the scoreboard They lost Even though they still won the game But they they lost lost, on the scoreboard So when you When you are One of these uh, People that rank The the, the college football teams You look at You know Are you Do you have the ability To put a team away Right And USC has shown Throughout the season That they can They can get on top of somebody And then they let them back in What do you blame that on? Coaching
0: because I was going to say the exact same, the opposite thing of that. And what, not to bring this back to the Rams, yeah. but no. to bring this back to the that's Rams. Let's like, go
2: cool about it. So go. The
0: first half of this game against Houston, we should have come out guns blazing because yeah. their quarterback was injured, you know, all this. And they were underwhelming and we yeah. were all kind of nervous. Yeah, They go into half. Coaching does their thing, right. come Turning out around. guns blazing, and that's what you want to see. But see,
3: that's and that's that's the difference is that when you used to watch the Pete Carroll, you know, days, it, you, they would go into a game. Or into halftime and they'd be up maybe twenty-one to fourteen. And then all of a sudden they'd be up by four touchdowns. And it was because they would make these little tinkering decisions. They'd say, Okay, this is we're gonna play this, play this way. We're we're gonna we're gonna throw, you know, offensively, we're gonna show them this look, but we're gonna go this direction. And so they were able from a coaching standpoint to affect the game. And so what I've noticed with Clay Helton is that whatever his game plan is in the first quarter, is the same one as it is in the third quarter, and it's the same one as it is in the he fourth quarter. Adapt. It doesn't look like he makes hmm. any changes. Where the, his opposing uh, counterpart will make some changes, right. and and I think that that's why they, you know, are able to stay into in games where USC is not able to put them away. And so to me, this is it's a detriment, I believe, of of their coaching staff because I believe that to start these games they are prepared, they just don't know how to make those in in game adjustments. They should call Sean (laughs) McVeigh. Hashtag baby Belichick. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) It's it's tough. Um, You know, and so this, so getting back to USC, they started the week ranked 11th in the college football playoff ranking. And they were ahead of, I believe, Ohio State and Penn State. So they go out, they do what they should do, which is to beat Colorado. And they've now clinched the South title into the Pac 12 championship game. Yet they didn't move, and Penn State and Ohio State both leapfrogged them in the rankings, and they stayed 11th. And And you ask yourself, well, why is that the case? They took care of business. They won the game that they were supposed to win. They can only beat the team that's in front of them. But again, they weren't convincing. And to, to be quite honest with you, I, I don't think that they are worthy of of even being in the conversation of the football playoff.
1: I was going to ask you, do you think, to me at least, the 11th-ranking Seems a little bit, little bit generous. And I, it was, what do, you, what do you feel about that 11th ranking?
3: I, I think that's right where they belong. You do? I do. Because if you look at the teams that are ahead of them, I mean, uh, Notre Dame wiped their ass with USC. And then they got their asses wiped right. by Miami this week, right? So you start to look at the separation between the top four and everybody else. And then you look who is ahead of USC. I don't think that the USC belongs in front of anybody that's ahead of them. And then also, when you look behind them, you're going to go, well, you know what? I think if you were to put those two teams on the field, I think that USC would win. I think they are exactly where they need to be. Gotcha. And they're going to, so now, USC segment going into UCLA, that's who they play next week is UCLA. And UCLA is coming off uh, a, a game that they want to forget. And, you know, but it's, but it's UCLA. And, and the thing that scares me the most is that if you look at when USC has been dominant this year, it's when they dedicate themselves to the run and the thing that scares me coming into this game is that everyone is touting this as the Rosen versus Darnold game gotcha so i i almost feel like clay helton is going to make a game plan that's going to revolve around Darnold to showcase him because they know that you know NFL scouts are going to be watching. And and he's going to cater his game plan to trying to get that number one position in the, in the NFL draft, draft yep. versus doing what he needs to be doing, which is winning the game. So I think that this is going to be a pass-heavy game on both sides, which I'm not going to say favors UCLA, but, I mean, that's their strength. right? And so I hope that Clay Helton says – what we need to do is we need to, to ball control. We need to run Ronald Jones 25 times. We want to rush for 250 yards, and we'll use Donald sparingly, which is what I'd like for them to do. And when they do that, they dominate games, and they just they get away from it. Hmm. It's, I, I don't know what it is about Clay Helton, but, I mean, when you looked at the USC when they were dominant and you looked at Reggie Bush and you looked at Lendell White, what you knew was that USC was going to rush for 300 yards and that Matt Barkley was going to throw for 20 Two to twenty-three times, and he was going to throw for three hundred yards and three touchdowns. I don't know why that that formula doesn't work today, but you know, I, I think that going into this game, I think that USC has all the momentum. I think that they are the best team in the Pac-12 South. I think they're going to take care of business. I think it's going to be closer than it should be, and then we'll see. We'll wait and see who they're going to play in the Pac-12 Championship. But it doesn't matter who they play. I think that uh, they're playing for the Rose Bowl.
0: Ben. That was a hell of an update. Thanks, man. Good job, buddy. Who needs Eric in his spandex? You want to give a Galaxy update while you're at it? I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before we get out of here... Uh, we should mention the guys in shorts fantasy football league. Basically, do you have who who won that?
2: Well, um, I don't think it's anybody important. Um, Jeff, Wilson. who? Oh, oh was it? did I win?
0: Oh. oh my gosh! I thought I checked my account and it was a little Definitely higher. Definitely not important. That's exciting! Oh man, my. If you guys want any pointers for fantasy
2: football. You let me know. Actually, Jeff, out of curiosity, who got you the most points? Uh, oh, that Sunday? would
0: be Robert Woods. <gasps> Robert Woods? Yeah. Oh, one yeah. catch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. That was amazing. He had a few catches, but only one that
2: mattered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a 94-yard touchdown. Oh, that really yes. Uh.
0: He was the bargain player of the week or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> if you'd like to join us for fantasy football, give us a shout on Twitter or or wherever, and we'll get you signed up to join us. That is it. Vic, really quick, before some, we go. Yeah.
1: You know, before every season, we usually do our, our uh, uh, bull predictions, right? Yes. Yeah. yes. And I, yes, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on if my bull prediction counts oh. from uh, the Dodgers. He just wants to be told he's right. He just wants to be told he's right. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no, no. (laughs) I'll be Uh, unbiased. I am going to stretch it a little bit. Okay, You were right about Bellinger. Well, not that's what I'm talking about. Not completely. Because my my whole bold prediction was Bellinger was going to come from the minors, take over the starting spot from Adrian Gonzalez. You were right. Win rookie of the year. Right, and they were going to trade Adrian Gonzalez when that happened. Oh, they think oh, him up no. the World Series we'll roster good you. enough. We'll I was going to you. say, does good it enough. count since he was not on the World Series rosters? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, that, it, yeah, that is amazing. You, yeah. you called that? Yes. Yeah, he yeah, go back and listen. Wow, hey, I
3: do not have time. To listen <laughs> hey, to I called it Puig was going to have the best he season did. of his career. Uh, yeah, ah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. See wow. that?
1: see that? We're good. Both white sages. We're actually good. Yeah, yeah. You hear that,
0: people? Take it to the bank. <laughs> oh. Good job, Vic. Yeah, congrats to uh, Cody Bellin, and, yeah. and yeah. to Blake Griffin and, and Kendall air. Jenner.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <to them. laughs>
0: I got a Lakers prediction. We're all about oh, oh, no I got Lakers players will date a Kardashian this season. That's oh. pretty bold because those well, Kardashians. Well, I was going to say.
3: Ding. I mean, Jordan Clarkson was on the team when he dated a Kardashian. So,
0: but I guess yeah. But this, this year though, it wasn't this yeah, year. Yeah, this year. All right, I think it's done. Wow, that's Not in this season.
3: That's uh, pretty bold.
1: That is
0: pretty bold.
3: No, because they all have boyfriends. For now, oh. they have the Lakers, Lakers have boyfriends. Now. No, all the all the, all the Kardashians, then Jenners, and Kardashians. Yeah, I guess Courtney's available. That'll still. last. Isn't the I, wife available? The uh... Chris Chris Jenner. Chris. Yeah, I think no. She's dating this uh, this oh, this she? other guy. Okay, okay. dang it! Is I can't really? remember. Is she's dating somebody too? She's been dating Moving on, for let's a while. Go. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> my bold prediction was that a Laker will be dating. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Well, I would go with Vic after that Dodgers bold prediction.
1: Um, it, it mine's not mine's not serious at all either. It's just that uh, Lonzo's, Lonzo's gonna get a haircut before the end of the season.
0: Oh, please,
1: yeah, yeah, please. yeah. that's my bold prediction. I, th- I feel
0: like is he trying to be vintage? I don't Kobe? know. Yeah, you know Kobe with his Kobe fro. Yeah, but that was a cool fro.
1: It was. Yeah, this thing's nah, it needs to go.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. just hm. ridiculous. Ben, thoughts? You guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, all right, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Guys and Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys and Shorts Sports. We're also on Facebook, Reddit, all the others. You can get us online at guysandshorts.com. Hey, we got a store up there, and if you'd like to troll Ben, you can send him a shirt and you can customize it with uh, with whatever you want it to any say. a sort of hilarious <laughs> saying. <laughs> Good job, Cliff. Again, yeah, go to the store. Hey, and. Uh, you can also take a page out of the Cliffy handbook and uh, leave a voicemail for us. You can do that on the website or at 562-450-3356. And please, again, share the show with all your friends. Spread the word about guys in shorts. And uh, review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Five-star. Awesome. Five Five-star reviews. Of course. 5 please. Right. And um, that is it. If
1: you want to go below four, five, five stars, go to The King
0: Show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good idea. Good idea. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> For Victor Costello, Darren Beza, <laughs> and Ben Garcia, <laughs> I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week.